The carpro.com talk line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page and on the X page. Um, right now, we're seeing a bunch of lawmakers that are supposed to be the ones that actually take care of us. Our, you know, the justices of the Supreme Court of Hawaii, Jack Smith, Merrick Garland. Who's going to put these guys in jail? In Hawaii, a guy named Christopher Wilson was charged with a felony for violating three gun laws, and the charges were dismissed by a Hawaii Circuit Court in 2022. They reasoned that the charges against Wilson violated his right to bear arms, as guaranteed by the Second Amendment. But that was reversed by the Hawaii Supreme Court. And they decided the case based upon a new legal standard. It says, Article 1, Section 17 of the Hawaii Constitution mirrors the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. However, we read those words differently from, than the current United States Supreme Court. We hold that in Hawaii, there is no state constitutional right to carry a firearm in public. And they explained it by citing the spirit of aloha standard. Hawaii's historical tradition of firearm regulation rule out an individual right to keep and bear arms under the Hawaii Constitution. The spirit of aloha clashes with a federally mandated lifestyle that lets citizens walk around with deadly weapons during day-to-day -day activities. Now, I slept through all of my law school classes, so I'm completely unfamiliar with the spirit of aloha doctrine. And I'm sure that many other states will soon adopt the spirit of Aloha Standard, and that will become part of the doctrine of the curricula in the woke law schools, along with the coursework and microaggression and DEI transgender rights for toddlers and some climate-friendly cuisine. Or, wait a minute, let me look at this through my real lens. Let's, let's throw that lens out of the way, and let's, let's look at it the way I look at it. I look at that as insurrection. I look at that as, uh, I look at that as treason. Because when they joined the United States, their constitution became subservient to the United States constitution. That means that if they decide they want to own slaves, they can. That means that if they want to go into your house without a warrant, they can. That's what that means. So these Hawaii justices, they're no more than thugs, and they should be treated as such. And we see criminals in black robes every day. And then if you add in all the corrupt prosecutors who choose the cases heard by the justices, you could fill a sports venue with them. Now, look at how many of them violate the recusal requirement. Recusal is not just a matter of ethics. It's a constitutional requirement. A, you have to re require a judge to recuse themselves in two situations. If they have a financial interest in the case's outcome, and when there is otherwise a strong possibility the judge's decision would be biased. And in either case, it does not matter whether or not the judge is actually biased. What matters is that even if the judge is not biased, the high probability of bias still damages the integrity of the judicial system. See, this is a thing the left has done and the, and the right has allowed them to do. We have thrown away all the integrity of everything we hold dear. Elections, legal system, you know, they've squandered something that was very precious. They have squandered something that was very, very precious. <sighs> 
Like one of the uh, Trump lawfare cases, Judge Tanya Chutkin, she was asked to recuse herself in a September 2023 motion. And uh, she, they, they suggested uh, she, she was making statements that he should be prosecuted and imprisoned, and they, they, this disqualified her. Chutkin said this is nothing less than an attempt to violently overthrow the government, the legally, lawfully, peacefully elected government by individuals who are mad that their guy lost. It's blind loyalty to one person who, by the way, remains free to this day. And here we have a judge expressing regret that Trump is not in jail. There's a bit of a bias there. Letitia James, she was running for office on the promise of going after Trump. And she's, you know, she's keeping that promise. She says she de- he defrauded. And nobody, there's been no monetary, uh, no monetary uh, problems here. Nobody's lost money on anything that uh, Trump has done. Trump has done what every real estate speculator does. Every real estate developer everywhere does this because they have to get loans because when they need, if they need $5 million, it has to be a $10 million project. They're only going to get 50% of what they're looking at. So they have to overinflate it to get the most money they can. And since he's never stiffed anybody on this, this is uh, one of these uh, cases where, you know, I mean, one of the Shark Week guys got out there and said, this is the way they do real estate development. Then there's Judge Angoran. Uh, this is a guy, uh, he has his own personal prejudice. He doesn't have any financial real estate or accounting experience. And uh, he found Trump guilty of fraud and fined him $350 million. When an appeals court ruled that the statute of limitations barred the prosecution of Trump with regard to several early years, Ern Garn should have dismissed it, but that would have been embarrassing. So he found a way to partially circumvent the appeals court decision. He authorized James to support her case with information from those pre-statute years. Then he was struck by disaster. A highly respected and qualified expert witness testified on behalf of Trump and, uh, you know, The four justices of the, of the Supreme Court. Well, you know they're they're bad. And and here's the thing. This is the thing. We've got to. We should be used to this by now. Well, that's good. I, I'm on the text line. I'm being. <laughs> uh, uh, Bill Jesse Helms, School of Law, Liberty University class of 2018. I somehow missed the Hawaii self-rule Constitution law class. Also, that puts me in pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Pretty good uh, company, I guess. So, we, without a doubt, without a doubt, I, I understand, I get it. We're being besieged by all kinds of people coming from all kinds of different directions. Everything has been, everything's been gamed. The entire process is owned by the left. I get it. I get it. And yet, by the same token, uh, this is one of these things that cannot possibly sustain itself. You cannot do these kinds of things over and over again forever and get away with it. Eventually, it falls in under its own weight. All we have to do is just sit back and watch it. Now, should we? No, we should not sit back and watch it. We should fight this all the way. But um, all these things that you look at, And, you know, what you heard earlier this week, I understand we're out there saying what you're saying, you believe what you believe. I get it. 
Because it does look daunting, doesn't it? It's so daunting. And yet, some people like me can't wait to get in on that fight. Can't wait to get in on that fight. Because it's worth the fight. Freedom is worth the fight. The Constitution is worth the fight. America is worth the fight. And uh, the only thing, you know, that might possibly keep us from being successful in the fight, because we would win the fight. We would win the fight. But the only thing that keeps us from being successful is fear. And that's why I have none. Because I intend to be successful. You should intend to be successful too. Do not let fear run your day. What a waste of your time. What, what is average life for, is it 77? So think of this. Think of it this way. You have 77 summers. You have 77 birthdays. Everything is so limited for you. Why would you live in fear? Don't let yourself live in fear. Don't do it. Don't do it. You don't want to do that. Let's talk about the con still going on with the EV idea. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.